so you don't want to run streak if you're recovering from an injury now or if you're new to running when we figure out okay oh the bible's really helping me live a better life that's going to motivate you to keep on reading pick a time to read daily make it a schedule just like a meeting an appointment All right, everybody, welcome in to the Run the Race podcast. Uh, Hope you guys had a great uh, 4th of July celebrating uh, our freedom, uh, Independence Day, happy birthday, America. And uh, I had a great time myself. You know, we uh, had some good food, time with family. I had at least one day off of work and actually spent uh, part of that day running the Peachtree Road Race, the largest 10K in the entire world. Up in Atlanta, um, about an hour and a half north of us here. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that in uh, just a little bit. Uh, but today, uh, you know, back to our scheduled programming uh, after the 4th of July, uh, speaking of uh, consistency and getting back to the grind, uh, we are talking about the do's and don'ts, the whys and won'ts of streaks. I'm not talking about running naked, uh, but just streaks of running and Bible reading. So uh, we talk about fitness and faith here on a regular basis on Run the Race. And um, so I, I thought I'd talk about streaks, you know, and, uh, and I've talked about this a little bit on previous episodes, how, um, you know, about four years ago, I started doing a run streak, something I'd never really thought I was going to do, because when I first started running for the first, you know, f- five, six years, I was running probably four days a week, five days a week. So I would kind of religiously take one day off of uh, just as a rest day, at least, or two days off. And uh, I thought that was very important. But, uh, you know, for some reason, my crazy self decided to try to run every single day. And um, I did it uh, for 762 days, so uh, more than two years. Then I was on a vacation with family up in North Carolina, and I just simply forgot about it. Midnight hit, and I didn't want to cheat myself, so the streak ended there. But I am uh, back on the saddle and now have passed one year on this current running streak. Uh, now about 400 days right now. And then I thought to myself, you know, God kind of put it in my heart. Like, you know, I, I'm focused so much on running every day and being consistent with that, making it a habit, uh, the streak being at least one mile per day every day. Um, but I've been, you know, running usually at least four or five, six miles a day or more. And so God put it on my heart, like, you know, uh, focus just as much and try to be consistent and have a habit just as much with God's Word, right? And so um, on uh, Father's Day, and this was like my second or third attempt at a Bible reading streak, um, I um, you know started on Father's Day of 2023 with my Bible reading streak, having uh, reading something from the Bible every single day, sitting there for at least you know 10, 20 minutes or more. And so I'm 20 days into that streak so far. I've read through the Bible all the way through uh, twice in my life at least. Um, so that's not necessarily the goal here, but I want to have that streak every day. And who knows how long this will last? Maybe several years like my running streak. So uh, today we're going to you know, have some um, how-to steps. In fact, six how-to steps for both those things, for a running streak and for reading the Bible every single day as well, because I think we need to have spiritual fitness along with physical fitness as well. So talking about both today... But I did want to give you a quick recap 
of my very first time running the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution Peachtree Road Race. This is the 54th time they've had this. In fact, uh, one of the guys uh, here in Columbus, Georgia, he's actually run it 34 times. And uh, so some people have run it 50 times. And it's a point-to-point in in downtown Atlanta mostly. Uh, There's a cardiac hill you run up about halfway through, and it's a hill straight up. Uh, There's uh, people cheering and handing out free stuff all along the way, um, including uh, beer and jello shots. The guy that uh, ran his 34th, in fact, he had five beers during during the race. That's right, he's drinking while he's walking or running. There's a Presbyterian priest who's offering blessings. Blessings to you as you are out there uh, running this uh, 6.2 miles or walking it. And then you don't get a medal unless you pay for it. But you do, if you cross the finish line, you earn their coveted Peachtree Road Race t-shirt. And those are, uh, people love those. And it's a very nice shirt. It's actually peach color this year. Uh, And there was at least more than 30 people from my city of Columbus that made the uh, almost two-hour drive up there to Atlanta for that race. So I'm glad I checked that off the bucket list and uh, may not do that a lot in the future because I'm already traveling a lot with marathons. Uh, doing at least four in different states every single year to do my 50 states goal. So uh, I don't want, want my wife to kill me any more than she already does about all the traveling I do for races. And speaking of uh, my wife with running streaks, when I first started it several years ago, she was like, why are you running every single day? And even my my kids were asking that. But then, you know, um, a year in or more, my son and, and daughter and, and Shanna, my wife, were like, you know, well, did you run today? You got to make sure to keep the streak going. So they were cheering me on and supporting me um, after, uh, you know, maybe months and months of like, you know, what's the purpose of this? You know, I'm not making any money off of it. and and uh, But it's just kind of personal goals. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, the the pros and cons of Run Streak, and we're going to get into the Bible reading uh, right after this, talking about uh, God's Word. But I want to start off on the the fitness side of things and uh, and Run Streaks. And um, so I guess the the one question is: Should you run every day? Uh, is it good for you? Now you can do it, right? You can run every day, but should you, right? Um, and uh, the the goal. Uh, for the U.S. Running Streak Association. They define the run streak as running at least one mile every single day. There's been times that I've gone out at 11.30 at night and I've run that one mile. There's times where I've done it on vacation. And uh, right now, currently, in terms of keeping track, there's at least about 2,500 active streakers in America right now. Texas has the most. Now, get this. The people that have the longest streak, I'm never going to match this. Um, but, um, now there's a 70 year old John Sutherland of California. He uh, currently has the longest active running streak in the world. Uh, it's been more than 19,000 days. It's 52.23 years. So more than 52 years of running every single day is going to close in eventually on 20,000 days. That is amazing. On the, on the female side, Lori Bastian, has almost 42 years of running straight. If you'd like to listen to somebody local here in Georgia that I talk to, a friend of mine that I run with uh, probably once a week, 71-year-old Steve Warren. It's episode number 150 of the Run the Race podcast, and he has had a streak of uh, more than three years of running. So uh, he's doing a great job and uh, looking forward to uh, running with him and both of us continuing um, our streaks. And um, so... uh, and, and just think about it this way, you know, whether you're running every day or like 
three times a week, you're still doing more than people on the couch, right? So uh, very important to uh, to understand that. Now let's get to the the how-to of, uh, of, of, of a running streak. So the key is, you know, obviously start small. So I have uh, six steps for you, how to do a running streak. So um, the, the number one, don't dramatically increase your overall mileage. And uh, this, uh, this, this comes from uh, Run to the Finish. Uh, it's a website, and so uh, this is tips from them. So again, don't dramatically increase you know, how much you're running. You can still run every single day and do it in smaller increments. Take smaller bites, right? Number two, make sure you're doing uh, mostly easy pace and easy runs. Uh, people ask me, how do you run so many marathons? How do you run so much during the week? I tell them that at least 80 or 85% of the time, I'm running what's, what's easy pace pace for me, which is, you know, 930 to 1030 pace. And that may be really slow or really fast to you. uh, But I'm only doing one speed work a week, which can be, you know, I'm running eight minute pace or 830 pace for different intervals. Uh, Number three, use your runs as active recovery. So if you have a race or had a speed work or maybe a stressful day at work, just have active recovery. It means you're just getting out there and just kind of one foot in front of the other. Number four, uh, don't forget the joy of running. So if you love it, you love it. If you don't, then probably a run streak's not for you. So uh, there's joy of running that helps you mentally and and physically, uh, all kinds of benefits it has. Number five, for how to do a running streak, remember one extra mile is not freedom to eat junk food. So I love to eat, and so it's not uh, the gateway to, you know, I'm running every single day, so I'm going to eat whatever I want. Um, that can uh, definitely backfire. So be careful about that. And number six, get ready to be a super planner. It is a very, very important. Now, uh, some of the, uh, you know, reasons run streaks are bad for you, um, that, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's some cons to it and, uh, it can make running more of a chore than, than stress relief. So stress plus rest equals growth. And so you don't want to have that must run attitude. We're going to talk about some of the negatives and, and just a little bit as well, but the, uh, the, the five pros, of, of why to do a running streak and why it can be beneficial to you is number one, increase motivation. <clears throat> and um, this comes from uh, uh, realliferunners.com, their podcast, which I listen to. Uh, they do a great job. It's a couple uh, that's uh, talking about real life runners. So they say the first thing is increased motivation. Uh, it's, a, it's a daily goal. It's tangible. Uh, it's, it's a reason to get up, you know, lace up the shoes, get out the door and you don't have those, you can kind of put away those excuses like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. You just do it. It's not a matter of, am I going to run today? It's a matter of, I am going to run today. And it helps you get creative with when and where you're going to run. Um, it gives you a stronger mindset. Uh, you uh, have to apply mental fitness. And you're increasing that because it shows, hey, listen, I'm capable of running every single day. It's it's a it's a big task, but uh, I'm able to do this. I mean, it's amazing to me to think that I ran, you know, more than 750 days straight, and now I'm I'm at 400 uh, again. And so uh, it's really cool. It kind of it gives you that mindset, like, hey, my I have confidence. I can do this. 
Uh, number three on uh, the uh, kind of the advantages of run streaking. It's a non-competitive goal. It's not like you're trying to beat somebody to the finish line or uh, kind of finish in the top three in your age group at a race or uh, run 50 miles uh, at uh, you know at, at a certain distance. But and it gives you personal satisfaction. So you know, you want to make it fun. And it's really you against yourself. It's like when you're playing golf. It's, you know, you against the course. And it shows you uh, that, you know, you can have good habits in other parts of your life, too. So uh, running every single day, I mean, you could do be, be doing much worse habits, right? I mean, running's, I think, good for you overall physically and emotionally. Number four, run streak pros, being flexible and adaptive. I mean, you got to think about things like weather, whether it's been really hot here in Georgia and Alabama, or um, maybe you have rain or ice where you're at. Um, You know, if you're running in December or January, or right now running in July, it can be difficult when it's, uh, you know, 95 degrees and feels like the triple digits. And the last run streak pro is developing community. I mean, you're running with other people, sometimes at least, and that uh, you're learning from those runners, you're helping other runners, so you're um, mentoring and, and you're uh, you know helping others, giving them wisdom that you've learned um, along the way, which is which is great. I mean that's it's uh, contagious. Now, quickly before we get into the Bible reading and how to do that every single day, uh, here are some kind of the the bad side of things. You know why run streaks may be bad for you or they may not be for you. Uh, it can be stressful to fit it in. I mean the stress. Uh, maybe you're on vacation, or and I, I've actually run in the airport twice to continue my streak. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but uh, with my with my bag behind me, um, so uh, you know it's it's um, it, it, that's I mean it's, it's stressful and stress impacts your body, um, and also you know an increased calorie burn may not lead to weight loss because. If you're stressing your body out, it can lead to weight gain. You have those increases in hunger and increase in cortisol. So there's some science behind this as well. Number three, you have overuse injuries. Um, So you don't want to run streak if you're recovering from an injury now or if you're new to running. And uh, it's not worth the risk of getting things getting worse for you. Uh, And Run to the Finish website also says it's not the best idea if you're trying to get faster or run a certain distance because you will have some extra fatigue perhaps from running every single day. And the last um, con for run streaks is uh, you have a feeling of failure if you miss a day and it it can lead to you kind of being down and maybe missing weeks or months of running. So that can be a disadvantage overall. And, um, you know, for for my Bible reading, um, when I tried, you know, several years ago to read through the whole Bible in one year, um, you know, I had missed a few days and you feel really down about it. And you're like, man, I missed it. And trying to play catch up or like, oh, I can't do this. And the devil will say, hey, you don't need to read anymore. You, you failed at this task. And so you just have to kind of, you know, kind of keep doing it. And I ended up reading through the Bible in two years instead of one year. And so, but I completed the task. And um, so um, I thought about, and I did some research myself about, you know, how, how can I, what are the steps I need to take to read the Bible every single day and make those devotions a habit. Because that's what we're trying here for, for running, for reading the Bible. How do I make it a habit? So uh, I found this on the website, redeemingproductivity.com. Um, you know, because uh, right now we have, you know, you could definitely say we have an unprecedented access 
to Bible study tools. Um, you know, but those smartphones, those iPhones, Androids, they can also, uh, you know, they also make us more distracted than we've ever been before. Um, and uh, but the key is you, you don't want to miss a blessing from His Word. But but you know, honestly, Christians, we we struggle to read the Bible on a regular basis uh, because it's intimidating. It's a big book. Um, and uh, where do we start and how do we kind of get organized with it? So here are uh, here are five steps, um, actually six steps, the how-to of reading that Bible, God's Word, every single day. Number one, this is important, pick a time to read daily. Make it a schedule, just like a meeting, an appointment, um, and, and a date with God. And uh, decide when and don't be vague. Um, some love it in the morning, start your day off, you know, a quiet time by yourself. Um, you can have good intentions. You know, want to, I want to read the Bible on a regular basis, but if you don't have good plans, then it's, it's a problem. Um, so have that specific plan time and do that day after day over and over again. Then it becomes a habit. Uh, also make a plan instead of just flipping to random books. Uh, because if you don't know what you're going to read that day, that week, that month, then it's easier to procrastinate, right? You know, you you don't have a direction. Uh, number three on how to read the Bible every day, uh, you have more success if you're organized. We talk about that, having that plan. Uh, read in the same spot. That's uh, some good recommendations from Redeeming Productivity. And, um, you know, you got to keep that area clean. Print out your Bible plan. Put that right there in the Bible um, or somewhere where you're going to see it every single day. Post it up somewhere at, at home or at work. And also, last thing of this is avoid distractions. Don't have your phone close because uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, maybe tempted to check stuff. Oh, I just want to check this real quick on on Facebook or my text messages or my emails or whatever. Uh, number four, use helps. Um, you can start small, but you want to have, you know, experts say, hey, listen, it's great to have devotionals and study Bibles, uh, a devotional maybe that goes through an entire book. And those study Bibles, like I currently have, it has those commentaries at the bottom you can read and add some context and helps with understanding what Jesus was saying or why these people in the Bible do this and how do I apply it to my life. And the uh, fifth reason, uh, way to read a, your Bible every single day is accountability. You know, you maybe have a friend, a loved one, a spouse. You can study together or at least they know that you're, you know, trying to read the Bible every day and um, they can help you stay accountable and consistent and you can meet with them as well if you'd like to. And the sixth and final uh, way to uh, read the Bible every day is uh, figure out a way to apply it to your life. So you're not trying to, you know, just gather facts and information to be on Jeopardy, right? You're trying to have God's Word that can it can be, you know, it, it changes our lives, our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions. And then, you know, we when we figure out, okay, oh, the Bible's really helping me live a better life, that's going to motivate you to keep on reading. And uh, But the, applying it does require effort. We have to be actively thinking on and, and praying over those passages that we're reading. Because sometimes you can read something and be like, what did I just read? Because you're so distracted with your thoughts and stuff. So um, you have to be really engaged and figure out a way to, to get engaged uh, with what you are reading. So um, 
we, we, you know, we talked about the, the pros and cons of run streaks. What about the benefits of reading your Bible every day? Well, um, Bibles for America, their website, uh, they listed a few things that I thought was very interesting. Um, you think about it, you know, like for me, we talked earlier, I love food. I love eating. Maybe you do too. And you maybe ate a lot of grilled stuff and desserts and things out by the pool or with your family cookouts over the 4th of July. So you think about the physical food that provides you know, nutrients that we need to live and we need to be healthy for our bodies. Uh, we get that energy to, to go to work and, and exercise. And uh, when we skip a meal or skip several meals or a, um, a whole day of them, you know, we feel weak and tired, get hangry, grumpy. Um, and uh, you know, when we eat spiritual food, reading the Bible, we, uh, you know, we live a more enriching Christian life. And, um, and if we're away from God's Word for a little while, for a day, for a week, or maybe it could be for months, we become spiritually weak and tired and unable maybe to handle those difficulties as well. So we want that spiritual nourishment to have a joyful Christian life. And uh, this article says, you know, we are washed in the Word. Um, and, uh, you know, don't be discouraged if you don't understand what you read, read it again, or, or have those commentaries or look for a devotional or look it up and, and ask, uh, you know, pastors and people that, you know, you know, that's a great conversation to talk about what, what you read that day. It could be one verse or, uh, um, you know, one chapter of a book. Like right now I'm reading through John. Um, I have a, uh, Billy and, uh, um, and, and Franklin Graham, uh, study guide that takes me a whole year. And right now it's starting with John. And so it's not, um, you know, doing Old Testament yet, but I'm going to kind of dabble back and forth between the Gospels and Psalms and Proverbs and the Old Testament, New Testament. And so uh, it kind of scatters me all throughout. And I'm also doing a devotional, a book that my daughter had given me about um, kind of the the evolution of the Bible uh, from, you know, from Genesis, which I'm looking a little bit into now, and what God was revealing at the very beginning of the Bible. And then I'm going to move through all the way to Revelations through some of that devotional. So I'm going back and forth between reading, you know, uh, a chapter of John to kind of getting that sense of uh, Genesis and, uh, and what comes from that. And also uh, another advantage uh, to reading the Bible is we're educated and uh, we get that basic knowledge of God and, and, and his you know, motivation and, and, and why he does things and, and what our motivation is. It's kind of like your spiritual ABCs. I mean, I mean I'm 47 years old, but I'm, I'm not maybe that old spiritually. And uh, this allows us to speak to him. But also, I think the most important thing is this allows God to speak to us uh, through his word. It's a building block. And if we're asking like questions like, well, why God? Why, why did this happen? Look in the word. You know, all the answers are there. It's, it's, a, it's a big book. Uh, but don't let it intimidate you. Uh, just like, you know, don't let, um, you know, running or uh, that next workout intimidate you. Um, and ask God for guidance on all these things, whether it be the Bible or fitness or anything else. Uh, he will definitely direct your path. Uh, closing now in prayer, dear God, just thank you for um, just uh, helping us to be disciplined uh, with, with all aspects of our lives, but especially, most importantly, your word, uh, the guidance that you've given us. 
Um, and uh, thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice for us, for your red words, your red letters in the Bible, uh, things that uh, you reveal to us about you and your Father and about um, just how we can be better men and women um, seeking after your glory and, and helping other people, mentoring other people through uh, faith and fitness and so many things in this this short life that we have to live that we make the most of it. And uh, Lord God, just help us to uh, to form those habits uh, that as we seek after you and uh, be better, the best versions of ourselves. In your name we pray, Father. Amen. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, a little shorter episode than some of my uh, longer conversations I have here on a regular basis, uh, about 22 minutes. And so uh, we appreciate you uh, uh, listening and uh, make sure to tell other folks about it. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher. Use hashtag run the race and uh, make sure if you go on Apple on your iPhones and listen to this podcast, make sure to go to this run the race page and go to the bottom and write a quick review. Let us know what you think. Just a couple sentences. Give us five stars if you like to listen and and let other folks know about it. Uh, we've had some uh, great conversations on here with some uh, recent authors of books uh, related to, um, to faith and fitness and uh, just had uh, our last guest was... Uh, a guy in his 50s around here who just ran across Georgia solo in a matter of four and a half days, uh, almost 300 miles. Really amazing. He talks about how uh, Rice Krispie Treats was his go-to snack. This sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully, uh, I think my next guest will be a, um, a doctor who's talking about weight loss and uh, some of the metabolic and, and uh, medical parts of how we do that, uh, whether it be through um, plans, diets, medicine, whatever else. So uh, he's going to give us some expert advice on that coming up on our next episode of Run the Race. So uh, until next time, God bless.